Hi everybody, I am Deacon Dave, and welcome back to, now I can't, now I, we're in a new month, Alicia. So now I, it's day 32. Correct. But it's February 1st, and so welcome back, and and I don't know who this person in the middle is, it, this person looks very familiar. I'm a party crasher. Party crasher. <laughs> Podcast lay, crasher. Layperson Lisa is with us, and so it's exciting that um, we are continuing on in our series, in our second month now, and so today's topic I've already forgotten what the day's topic was. It is practice what you teach. Mm. And Alicia, what is the word of the day? The word is conviction. Mm. And I thought to myself, have you ever been convicted of anything? Yes. Okay, so what was it? It, it, I didn't go to jail. Okay, well, that's good. Okay, it wasn't actually that kind of conviction, (laughs) but it was more a conviction in my heart, which is what we're talking about here, right? Of something that I knew... Uh, I should have done differently or something that someone said that really struck a chord in the depth of my soul that I needed to make a change. And I think a lot of times we think the word convicted is like very much a Protestant type word, but I use it all the time in uh, when I'm talking to people. Well, see, my thought was the opposite. So I, I thought about, you know, I've been convicted of loving too much because I expect the person to love me back the same way that I love them. And that doesn't happen. So what are you being convicted so, of? The expectation of getting something in return? Yes. Right. Right. And I should love like Jesus loves, right? With no expectations. Unfortunately, I fall into that trap of wanting that same type of love back. And we know that not everybody loves the same. So I have to change my the way I think about how I love people and not expecting them that they're going to love me exactly the same way. So I have to accept what they have to give me. Well, love is willing the good of the other for the other, and I always like to add not wanting anything in return. Yeah. So, but that is the same kind of conviction of heart that that I was talking about. What about you, Lisa? Since we're going to get Lisa involved. Uh oh. Um, well, I was thinking how conviction I think can kind of come across as a negative word in some situations, as far as like um, you are convicted of a crime. Um, but then I also feel like it's a powerful word in that. Um, like you said, Deacon Dave, it's a strong belief, um, and we're getting her warmed up. (laughs) I did. Um, I'm trying not to do that. That's okay. Uh, so I think that, um, being convicted, uh, by God's love for us is a good thing. And it's really the only type of love that we can really have an expectancy on because we know how deeply he loves us. It's like fraternal correction. In, in a lot of ways, right? If we are, God is correcting us or convicting our hearts, but we can also fraternally correct one another out of love. And I think that's the key, out of love. Alicia, you were going to say something. I was. I was thinking about, you know, Jesus was convicted and he was convicted because he did love us. Mm-hmm. And he loved so much and he didn't want anything in return. So I have to remember to think like that. So how does all of this relate to silence, I think, is the question, because what Cardinal Sarah is talking about is that we have to practice what we teach. And as a deacon, for me personally, oftentimes I'm like talking to people and I'm telling them what they should do. And then I might find myself doing something other than what I'm teaching people. And so I think when I have that time in prayer and silence with the Lord each morning, uh, depending on what's going on in my life, he can convict my heart in certain things that I should have done differently or or aren't consistent with maybe what I'm teaching. And these are often subtle things, but the important point is, is that through that quiet time with the Lord, okay, I'm able to hear 
his corrective voice, which is out of love for me to do things differently. Well, I think that when you sit silently with with, um, God in your heart and you're open to that conviction, he's going to manifest a lot of these things that you probably never even thought of. Like, Mm -hmm. again, like me, like I didn't... I didn't come to the conclusion after I, I sat with him for a while and thought, you know, well, why am I, why do I feel this way? Um, so I don't think that he's convicting you in a bad way no. when he's telling you, like he's bringing all of these things to light because he's bringing all of these things to light. So you understand, right? His love, you understand other people's love, and then you can accept that. And then you don't feel that conviction in a like you said in a negative way it's actually a positive thing it speaks to our relationship with god because if we are immersed in a deeper relationship with god and we trust god and we've surrendered our life to him then we are going to be very open as you suggest to how he wants to speak to us and correct us how about you lisa i think sometimes that uh once we become convicted in god's love for us then we can Uh, eliminate the lies of a false identity uh, that we may have lived a life believing. So I do believe that God's convicted, the love that God has for us can convict and, um, uh, uh, I don't know what the right word is. What transforms us. What transforms us, right? I mean, and I think that's the, the whole important point here is this conviction comes from charity. It comes from love. And that's a love born out of a relationship, spending quiet, quality time with the Lord. So I have a quick story. I was I was in church. I was at Mass, and we had a, a guest priest. And the guest priest, uh, he called me the Holy Deacon. Mm-hmm. And I just got like a dagger in my gut going, please don't call me holy. Because, you know, I had some things I was working through, um, and I hadn't gone to reconciliation yet. And um, it just cut me like a knife. And I went to this guest priest right after Mass. I said, can I go to confession? And so mm-hmm. it was very powerful. Um, but it was like an ache and a hurt because um, I love God so much. And I knew there was just some things there that I needed to get straight with him in confession. And so it was very powerful. I actually cried during that confession in the cry room, <laughs> appropriately enough, <laughs> after Mass. But it was uh, beautiful. And that's a story that, that I can share. So now we're going to do something different because it's February. We're going to close in extemporaneous prayer. So let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the grace and the gift of this day. Lord, we thank you for the fact that you want to enter into deeper, more intimate relationship with us. Lord, we thank you that you love us so much that you want to convict our heart in ways that are corrective, in ways that uh, draw us closer to you. Lord, help our hearts to always be open to your voice as we sit with you in the silence. Help us to know that everything you bring to us is completely out of love. It is never out of hurt. And Lord, help our hearts and our souls to long more and more for you each and every day. And I ask that you bless all of those listening and watching in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. But you forgot something. Okay, what did I forget? Oh, uh, the the takeaway question. Do you have a takeaway question? No, this is yours. This is mine. So I have a takeaway question that is now after the prayer. Um, are there some things going on in your life, okay, that need to be reconciled to God? Uh, maybe you're hearing his voice, but you are not listening to it. The Lord is trying to convict your heart, and maybe you aren't open. So um, in what ways can you become more open to God so that he can draw you closer into who he is? All right.
Yes. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Alicia. Late President Lisa. See you next time. Bye.